Full Jewel sex tape. No. Yes. Full Jewel sex tape. Ah, I got a headache. That sounds ah. like that sounds like uh, ah. City fans to you. I just laughed really hard. Ex-Man United goalkeeper Gary Bailey was once forced to deny rumours that he had no penis <laughs> after an Irish journalist. Entails. We're just getting an insight into Baker's uh, internet brand. No, 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 no. Do you want me to do? me to Do you want me to tell you which one it is? Right. If anyone's listened to this and they think, oh yeah, that's got to be true, you're mental. Dale Winton. Oh my god. <laughs> you look like you've aged five years since you first started this podcast. Welcome to Goalposts for Jumpers, episode 14. We got through episode 13. It was unlucky for some, but we got here. We're episode 14. What is our top five today, Gareth Baker? Our top five is the best footballers from a nation. And this week is England. Uh, Look, the main thing... You're going to have no one on your list. (laughs) True. Yeah. I'm going to open this podcast this week seriously for once. Because a few people have written in, genuinely written in, saying that um, I'm an idiot because they oh. don't know what the fuck teletext is. They don't know what the fuck Ask Jeeves is. And I just want to be a realistic and actually say what we're about for once. And that's cabbages. And football. Yeah, cabbages. Mainly cabbages. Indeed. But look, it's a good episode ahead. We've got obviously our top five. We've got our twat list. We've got two lies and a truth. And we have Frankenstein football, which we're looking forward to. No Dr. Angus Burger this week, though. No doctor. No, he... Uh, to disappoint. He's very tied up, Dr. Angus. Um, you know, we, we try he's, getting him on every busy. week. He's doing a lot of science-related Scottish activities. Related yeah. Activities, yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. But look, it's a great show today. Um, we're going to kick it off This could with, be controversial, Gareth. In what way? In the way that top five English footballers, it's current footballers. So mm. we're not talking about just like... Literally all time, we're talking about current English footballers who we think the top five are. Yeah. I think we'll have completely different lists. I mean, it was hard for me to choose any just because, you know... You're Welsh. It's you've hard. Got a, um, you've got a question for me there. Yeah, I'm going to kick it off with a would you rather. Every week I do a would you rather, uh, or Alex does. And this week, Alex, yes. would you rather, no. option one, Rewind 10 years and start a successful career for your boyhood club, Man United, but you have to piss in your own mouth every morning. (laughs) Or two, (laughs) rewind 10 years and have a successful career playing for Torquay United, and you're allowed to carry on pissing in the toilet in the mornings. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, this may not work, because I don't know how you piss in... You might already piss in your own mouth, but that's the would you rather. Uh... That's fucking hard. Uh, I'll oh. go with piss in my own mouth every morning, play United. Really? Yeah. Jesus. You would every morning yeah. piss in your own mouth yeah, I'd do it. to play for Man United? <laughs> yeah, I would. Right there. I that's would. a sound clip right there, Brandon. Sorry. Yeah. I've, I've, already, Brandon I've already clipped it up. Yep. <laughs> We've got him pushing the buttons. He's doing all the hard work. Would so, you not? I mean, if you if no, you've got the chance to play for Cardiff, have a, like a successful career, be a Cardiff legend. Or like, um, or like Aldershot is the other option. Yeah, yeah. Aldershot. I'd rather not piss in my mouth, but anyway, I'd piss in my mouth. Um, for fun. Obviously, on Instagram, uh, which is at Goalpost Number Four Jumpers, we got you guys to ask Alex some questions on the story. He's not aware of these. Um, remember, oh, no. you can find this on YouTube as well as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can see our faces. But we're going to kick off with a from Jason Fitz has Go asked Jason. Alex. Fire away. Would you rather Welbeck as your striker or take a punch from Troy Deeney to the kidney? Very quick fire. What is it? <laughs> I'll take a punch to the, I'll take a punch to the kidney. That's power. Big, big Troy. Oh, fair enough. 
from Ollie Taylor. Do you think Norwich will stay up? Oh, off the showing of um, Friday night against Liverpool. Mm, no. They showed a lot of promise going forward. They worried Liverpool at times, and they showed and a lot of promise. Granted, granted, they were. Look, they did if if um, if Liverpool decided to turn it on in the second half, they could have got six, seven, eight. But I think Norwich will be all right. I think they look good going forward. Okay, question from Andy Rock: Why do you look like Ozil? I don't know. I think I'm adopted because my mum and dad look normal. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. can I just chip in there? Wow. Your dad's a great-looking guy, but you've got that some. A good-looking guy. He's a great-looking guy, but there are there's 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 some Asian descent somewhere along the there line. There isn't, and that's the mental the thing. The apple definitely fell. But also the eyes. The the eye, where did the eyes come from? I don't know. Meza Urzel's dad. Adopted. There you go. Uh, these are quick fire, by the way. Pacey Northwest. <laughs> if you were able to bring back one of your team's ex-players, who would it be? Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, okay. Ronaldo. The end. Uh, a question from a. Uh, Thomas, Thomas Jordan, Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. Yeah, weird name. Uh, when was the last time you had sex? <laughs> <laughs> One month ago. <laughs> Top five. Can you cut this? <laughs> we're gonna kick up, kick up. We're gonna kick up. We're gonna kick here, up, and we're gonna kick him with our top five English footballers. Yep. Your number five. This, you I just want. I just want to explain. This is gonna be a regular feature, like you know, not every week, but now and again, we'll do a. Make more noise. Make uh, a, t- a top five list of current so drink this. players by nation. And this week, it's, it's England. England. Five. What's, what's your number five? Okay, my number five mm. is Marcus Rashford. Okay, why? Uh, I think in terms of his promise, what he's got, look, we, a lot of people forget how young he is. He's still 21. You know, he's, he's one of our youngest players at United, but he's a leader. Um, he actually doesn't crumble under pressure, and which is a huge thing. English players, okay. typically, that's how we've been, but he, he steps up in the big games. Um, and I think he's got so much to give, so much to give. My number five, and thanks for asking, is Harry Maguire, old slabhead who signed for 80 million. Although an inflated price, I think he's one of the world's best centre-halves at the moment, um, or definitely has the potential to be. Um, yeah, he's my number five. Four. Who's your number four, mate? My number four, hmm. unfortunately, is Trent Alexander-Arnold. You say unfortunately, is that because he plays for Liverpool and you're a Man United fan? Possibly. Okay. But you can't just see past that as an English fan. I have, and I've put him as number four. Okay. Uh, in terms of a, a right back in the league, thought he was the best in the league last season by an absolute mile. I think he's probably still the best uh, right back in the league. Okay. Defensively, there are question marks. Don't get me wrong, but in terms of going forward, there isn't one player better. In terms of goals for England, you've mentioned Harry Maguire and Trent yeah, Alexander-Arnold. There, in both six scored for England? both both scored one. Okay, Trent managed it in six appearances. Yeah, Harry Maguire, Harry Maguire, six years older, has only managed one goal in twenty appearances. So there's the attacking side. How mad is this? We've got stats in the background, right? I like that. My number four, Jaden Sancho, uh, Bruce Dortmund, Starlet. You know, he is incredible. Um, he has the potential to be one of the world's best. I think he is, you know, one of England's most exciting players going forward. Edge of the seat kind of player. Straight in there, number four. Three. Who's your number three? James Sancho. There you go. I think I completely agree. I think uh, people, we've missed a trick. He was probably available for a huge sum considering his age, but... I mean, 150, 160 million, 
why wouldn't a club pay, pay that for Jaden Sancho? I think he's one of the most promising young players in the world, let alone English players. My number three, again, thanks for asking, uh, is Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, massive fan of the guy, you know, watching him play for Liverpool last year. The amount of assists he gets as a fullback, yeah, the way he goes forward, as you mentioned... You know, the guy is one of the world's best fullbacks. Talking of stats, easier. Brandon, Go. can you get a stat on um, uh, Trent? Yeah. Did he not... Is he the first player to ever get an assist in five consecutive games? Oh, it was something a ridiculous stat. It, it, was, it was five consecutive games. He was the first defender um, in the history of the Premier League to have a hat-trick of assists in one game. Yeah. Um, nice. His assists, uh, he had 13 assists to Robbo's, Andy Robertson's 12 last season, which again is a Premier League record. Amazing. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's got it. Well, I say he's got it, everything bar potentially yeah. defending. Who's your number two? Number My two, number, number two, two, I think probably the best, contradicting myself here, but probably the best player in the league right now, it's Raheem Sterling. Okay. Uh, the reason I was smiling just then, if you are watching us on YouTube, um, Alex is about to go mental because my number two is Harry Kane. Um, obviously, one of the world's best strikers, if not the world's best striker. You know, I watched him uh, play for Tottenham the other day against Aston Villa. He's the kind of player who can do almost nothing for 70 minutes. I'm not saying that he always does nothing. I'm just saying he's the kind of player who can be almost invisible during the game and then just pop up at the end and score two amazing goals number one why, number why one. everyone's come here for what is it who's it's Harry one? Kane and I mine think, is Raheem Sterling I think Harry Kane obvious, wasn't it yeah Tell I think me. Harry Kane is the best player in his position in the world and I think he's possibly the only yeah he's probably the, he's the only English player who, who fills that criteria in the fact that he is the best striker in the world. Raheem Sterling, you can argue there's Messi, there's okay. sort of, there's Ronaldo if he plays out, out wide. But yeah, Harry Kane, I think he's the best striker in the world. I think he's the most clinical striker. I think he adds more to a team than any other striker. And like you said, he might not do anything for 70 minutes. I don't agree with that necessarily because the way he holds up the ball, he maintains he maintains possession, but also he creates. Mm -hmm. And not a lot of centre forwards, not a lot of number nines can do that. I just think Harry Kane's yeah for me best striker in the world he's a, he's a world cup golden boot winner and I mean people people put that down to his penalties and stuff like that bollocks he's still got it in fairness he's still got it it's it wasn't not, the most impressive of golden boots but he's still a golden boot winner he's still a golden like, boot winner but he's it's, but, it's a marksman of, if, it's a mark of a good goal if that, was exactly. a, if that was a one time thing and he didn't score goals normally I'd understand why people would dispute that but he's top goal scorer in the Premier League every season that he's fit he's top goal scorer in the Premier League apart from last season which he wasn't fit exactly Oh, right. Okay. I didn't hear the fit part. Yeah. My number one, Raheem Sterling. Yeah. I love the guy. Great guy. Great player. I've said it before. Um, you know, he's so exciting to watch. Obviously, we've got a Liverpool fan here with Brandon, uh, who's obviously our producer. And, uh, you know, he, he, Liverpool fans hate him. Uh, yeah. But, predominantly. But, I mean, <clears> you <throat> saw how angry Liverpool fans were at him giving that football top to the Liverpool fans but yeah what do we have next mate we have two lies and a truth Garrett two lies and a truth looking yes. forward to it two lies and a truth what do you have for me this week I, this is I think everyone's favourite feature in fairness to you don't know why I think it's because they enjoy seeing how much you screw with my mind every week yeah. it's essentially I'll just explain it to everyone two lies and a truth 
is where Alex uh, gives me three football related stories. One of them is true and two are lies that he has come up with in his mental little head. Yeah, inexplicable truth in this, but uh, we'll start off. Hmm. First story. Okay, first story. Smooth criminals. While playing for West Ham, Bobby Zamora spent two weeks in LA writing songs with his distant relative, Ty Zamora, bass player for Alien Ant Farm. Ty invited Bobby out to help. However, the producer of the album shelved the record and took legal action to stop its release. Alien Ant Farm ignored the legal implications and released it anyway and was subsequently charged with criminal wrongdoing. Okay, do you know what? If you've come up with that as a lie, you, um, yeah, you could write books, bud. Thanks, man. You could write books. Uh, that is Bobby Zamora going to LA to uh, help write for Alien Ant Farm. Okay, next story. Next story, what is it? Next story is definitely a bit gay. <laughs> That's oh God. definitely a bit gay. I'm concerned. Back in 2005, Aston Villa goalkeeper Stefan Posma requested a transfer away from England after a sex tape was released of him getting bummed with a strap. <laughs> can you say bummed? I don't know if you can say gay. Can you say- <laughs> These days, I don't know if you can say gay. It's definitely a bit gay. It's definitely. Okay, Bumbai Dildo, story number three. Story number three. AC Milan Tuesday Elites that's AC Milan have never lost at the San Siro on a Tuesday night opening in uh, 1926 Milan's home ground has never seen a loss for AC on a Tuesday fixture okay compared to the other two stories three stories that bored me because stories no I think you've got enough excitement from um Aston yeah. Villa goalkeepers getting bummed and Alien Ant Farm Alien Ant Farm Bobby, Bobby Zamora. Zamora okay you can't have all action. Can you explain to everyone how this game works very quickly? What have I got to do? So normally this is where I'll say to Gareth, right, pick or, or just narrow it down. Rule mm. out one. Mm. Give me your kind of um, your yeah. kind of overview on what you think these stories are about. So we'll I start think with these the first stories ones. are predominantly about the fact that you need sectioning. If Maybe. the Alien Ant Farm one is so that's, true. So that's smooth criminals. What do you think about that? I think it's false. You think that's not true? I think, um, fair play to you, creative. I know you're a creative guy, but that just reeks of... I I think I'm starting to get used to your mind a little bit because that's that's way too elaborate. Cool. So that's uh, Smooth Criminals. Which obviously means I'm not help his distant relative write an album. So you're going to rule that one out? Yeah. Cool. The next one, it's definitely a bit gay. Ruling out. (laughs) Back in 2005, Aston Villa goalkeeper Stefan Posma requested a transfer away from England after a sex tape was released of him getting bummed with a strap-on. Yeah, I'm uh, going to rule that out, bud. We're trying to research some of these things, and I'm not researching that one. <laughs> Incognito <laughs> window. Images you'll get. And then, so you're going to go, you've ruled those two out. You're going to go with AC Milan Tuesday Elites. They've never lost a game at the San Siro on a Tuesday. The thing is, though, that, that story... Is that not mental? No, that reeks of you kind of implanting a kind of realistic story in there to kind of uh, distract my mind away from the two absolutely we'll fucking the, ridiculous um, stories go before. Go with the bum guy. But then I'm thinking oh. to myself, right, ha- right, how have I not heard of a football again bum by a dildo? And how have I not heard of Bobby Zamora <laughs> linking up with Alien fucking Ant Farm? Smooth criminal. So, <coughs> no, there's, I mean... What I are you going to go for? Do you know what? I'm going for Bobby Zamora. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so you're going with didn't smooth expect that, criminals. Did didn't Bobby expect Zamora that. once helped uh, Alien Ant Farm write an album, although the album was shelved and wasn't allowed to be released. Then Alien Ant Farm actually went ahead and released the album and are still suffering legal implications. Uh, to be so honest, with that, smooth I'm criminals. surprised anyone still listens Bobby's to Bobby Zamora. Yeah, Bobby's Zamora. Go on with that. Right. So the answer. Yeah, because we're on video, obviously. We need okay. to. We need to say it. We're on YouTube. Mm. Right. Do you want to know the answers? Yeah, I do. And the answer is at the end of the show. Fine. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's getting boring show. now, is mate. Okay. Gotta be honest. I don't think I'll ever stop. Broken record. What have we got next? Do you know what was a broken record? What? Alien Ant Farm's album. <laughs> <laughs> Twat. Twat. Ba 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 ba. Hello, twatlist, my old friend. I've come to hate Piers Morgan again. Because a vision softly creeping. He left his tweets while I was sleeping. And the vision that was planted in my brain still remains with the sound of the twatlist. There you go, twat list. Well, that's zero listeners, zero viewers. <laughs> Everyone stopped watching. That was brilliant. My glasses just, have steamed up. I, I'm sweating because I hate having to do it. I've done it once. That was great. And he makes me do it. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the twat list. <laughs> the feature where Alex, what do I do? So, basically, Faker gives me three cryptic clues that he's concocted in his head, trying to give me... Um, some sort of insight into a name a name that he's come up with in the footballing world who Baker thinks is a twat not necessarily not necessarily who you think is a twat but uh, someone Baker thinks is a twat exactly so I just want to tell everyone uh, the regular listeners that there has been a format change I'm excited to say the format for twat list has changed somewhat for the better Alex okay instead of the clues being predominantly (laughs) predominantly based around uh part of the twat or twatty's name yeah it will now be based around the three things you would strongly associate with the player but the final clue will be about the person's name so the first two clues are about what you'd kind of synonymously associate with the player the third one will be a name clue are you guessing the format no do you think i didn't get the old format so it doesn't matter (laughs) whatever okay so just as an example a previous twat that we've said is Alan Brazil. Talks about Alan Brazil. I hate using this example because it's no, actually no, no, a no, shit no. This is different. Okay. So to give you an example of the new format, clue number one would now be I talk into some phone for a living. Okay. Clue number two would be some would say I resemble an oversized sweet potato. Right. And clue number three, Definitely. my name is also a country. Okay. Can you see I was yeah, different I like now? That. Yeah, it okay. means that I can incorporate anyone. But it's yeah, also it's also easier when you know the answer. So yeah. Yeah, good luck, Alex. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna kick it off. This twat, um, you know, I think is probably <laughs> strong star. <laughs> he's probably the biggest so far, in a way. Okay. So clue number one. I'm a big fan of the Big Brother TV show, just not being one. Clue number one, I'm a big fan of the Big Brother TV show, just not being one. Clue number two, I'm as known for my chest as much as my football ability. And clue number three, uh, which is a name clue, saw that band play live once. I know you're not writing I've anything got it. down still. I've, I've got, got it. it. Have you? I think I think so, but I don't know the last one. 
Right, okay, so clue number one, just very quickly for everyone listening, because it'll be uh, announced at the end of the show. I'm a big fan of the Big Brother TV show, just not being one. Clue number two is, I'm as known for my chest as much as my football ability. And clue number three is, I saw that band play live once. I don't know the last one, but I, I, I know who it is. You def- Are you how confident out of ten? Ten. Brandon? Ten. Okay, well... It'll be at the end of the show. <laughs> Look forward to it. What's, gonna, next? What's up next? Football Frankenstein. You're crazy. Crazy, am I? We'll see whether I'm crazy or not. Right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, colleagues and students of the University of Jumpers, I'm joined here today with Alex Price. Alex, Hello. how's it going? Hello. Um, it's really, really... Oh. Just saying... Uh, it's That's going really, really well. It's really well. Yeah. Uh, Football Frankenstein is uh, where... I'm really excited for this week's one. I've got to be honest. It's where I essentially I use Football Manager yeah. to conduct uh, weird and ludicrous experiments and just see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Either based on something I would be think would be funny or... You know something that's happened in the media. So you come to me with a theory, with a kind of a hypothesis, mm. with football manager. Yeah. You ask me whether I think it's going to succeed or whether it's going to be a fan- franking fail. Indeed. And obviously, last week we had Dr. Angus Berger. He unfortunately couldn't be here. Let me out of my box. <laughs> so this week, who's that? <laughs> I don't know. So this week, um, you know, for years there's been talk of Celtic. <laughs> and- who's that? <laughs> Just get on with it. Why did you do that for? I had a rush of blood to the head. A rush of blood to the head. head. Well, we'll cut all that out. (laughs) So, for this week's Frankenstein football, um, you know, come on, heads on. For years, there's been talks of uh, Celtic and Rangers, Scotland's most successful and widely supported teams, joining England's lucrative Premier League. So no concrete plan was ever put forward and current Premier League clubs were unlikely to be happy losing two spots in the division to their neighbours from the north. One possible scenario, actually, this is a real scenario, involved the two Glasgow teams joining the lowest league in English Football League and working their way up the division to the top flight. 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 If you remember when this was in the news, it raised a lot of debate as to whether Celtic and Rangers, Alex, are even Premier League quality yeah. and most would agree that they would find it diff- difficult even getting promoted out of the championship so my hypothesis for this experiment this week I'm sure um, you've guessed what my experiment is by the way to end this debate once and for all I've transferred both Celtic and Rangers to the English Premier League and my hypothesis is to simply see how they fared in the league and all I'm going to say is I have a few hidden surprises up my sleeve with this one I have a few questions What's that? Right, so they're in the league. This is based on this se- this season. So all the same players that are currently with the clubs or is it last season? Okay, so obviously this is Football Manager 2019. So it's based... I can't obviously do all of the transfers. No, of course. It's, it's just all I'm seeing is if Celtic and Rangers could fit in the Premier League. Okay, so um, it's based on last season's squads. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Okay, so those two teams are what, in the What are your expectations with us? I think we've, we've briefly touched on this in a previous podcast, but we, we've talked about whether Rangers or Celtic... Celtic will fare better than Rangers. They've got a better squad. Would they necessarily stay up? I think possibly. I think Celtic would. Mm-hmm. I think they would stay in the Premier League, and I think they could get mid-table. Okay. Rangers, on the other hand, I think they would get relegated personally. Okay, that's Alex's uh, experiment expectations. So, going on to the season... 
um, with the results. Celtic start to the season. So they start the season off strongly, yep. by the way, with a 3-1 against Brighton, a 3-1 win against Brighton, playing in front of 66,000 fans. Yep. So not just the result, but the home fan attendance, they're making a big statement that they should belong in this league. But and that's why I thought I thought that the home advantage might be really strong for a team like Celtic or okay. Rangers. Fair enough. Well, in their next game, however, Shane Long scores a hat-trick against Celtic beating the Scottish Giants 5-2. So maybe they don't belong after all. Who knows? For Southampton. We'll see. Over to Rain... Southampton against Celtic. Shane Long scoring a hat-trick. What? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> what are you on about? Obviously. Yeah, you Southampton. Yeah, but I was, I was asking the question, right? If Southampton are beating... If, be, if they're beating Celtic 5-2... I literally said Southampton beat Celtic 5-2. I don't think you did. I did. Oh. It's right here. I've written it down. No, I don't think you did. Anyway, over to Rangers' start to the season. You definitely didn't. Um, so Rangers' start to the Premier League campaign was very much bragging rights for the Scottish fans of both sides. Hmm. As I can confirm, Rangers also started their season with a 1-0 win against Bournemouth with an impressive 50,000 people in attendance as well. So, Alex, it looked very much like both of the old firm were going to show every, all the doubters up. But wait, Rangers then lost their next five games. Along with Celtic start, it looked like the doubters were now proved right. Okay. You seem desperate to say something here no I'm just no. interested I want to I want to hear how it goes so to summarise yeah um, I came back from my 10 month holiday you've been on holiday you've been yeah, in the I wasn't managing any team out. I was just Gareth Baker I just let your assistant manager yeah. your incompetent assistant manager no 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 let, no no, no. Not it's one. just Neil Lennon and Stephen Gerrard managing them okay, as fair. it is I'm just doing nothing right. so I came back from my 10 month holiday to Barbados to see how Celtic and Rangers got on and I can confirm Alex yeah. that Celtic are definitely not a Premier League side. Oh, no. So after sacking Neil Lennon in January and replacing him with Claude Puel, uh, former... That's so Premier League. Just, do you know what I mean? so Premier yeah. League. Well, the Frenchman couldn't even save him, mate. I think he's French, by the way. Didn't even come close. They lost 26 games in total in the Premier League out wow. of 38, managing six wins, and the only particular highlight Celtic had was beating Spurs 1-0 away. Other than that, they pretty much rolled over for everyone. Even Rangers, by the way, who they lost to twice. So, oh dear, oh. indeed. So, Rangers, are you saying Rangers did better than Celtic? I haven't said anything yet. All I said is that so far, Rangers got the upper hand in the old firm on that biggest stage possible. They even came dead last in the Champions League group, Celtic. They finished second from bottom in the Premier League, 13 points from safety. So, the only thing I can say is unlucky poise, poise, however you say it, it's B H O I S. Yeah. Anyway, boys, I'm sure you're chomping at the bit to find out how Rangers done. So it's down to Rangers now to fly the flag for the integrity of the Scottish Premier League with Celtic failing so, so very miserably. So when I came back from my holiday, I noticed at the end of the season that Rangers pretty much rolled over like a little slag and took the Premier League's big fat girth as well. Uh, however, it was, <laughs> it was only the big teams that Rangers couldn't cope against not managing a win against any of the top six. Ooh. Where Rangers succeeded, though, yeah. however, was beating teams like Burnley, Norwich, Palace, Wolves, Newcastle, Southampton, very convincingly and consistently. Even with Jermaine Defoe out injured for the majority of the season, Rangers managed to establish themselves as a Premier League side. 
Can I ask you who was top goal? Was it Morelos? I'll get into that in a second. So, although the points were minimal between 12th and 17th place, yeah. Rangers found themselves at a comfortable 14th place, 15 Solid. points away from relegation. So, it's a tale of two teams here, mate. Celtic finish? Did they finish in the they, bottom three, as they, in like the bottom I, of the table? or? Well, I said they were second from bottom. Second from bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's a tale of two teams here, mate. Um, is the SPL Premier League quality? No, definitely not. However, for whatever reason, football manager, judges, Rangers would do better in the Premier League. They wouldn't. Well, that's the thing, though. I'll get, I'll get into what I learned from this, um, from this experiment. But if you're talking about the teams, uh, Celtic's top scorer was um, Eduard, I believe. Eduard, yeah. Yeah, with seven goals in the Premier League. Yeah. Lee Griffiths was awful. He got two goals. Um, I won't go into the whole team, but um, uh, Rangers had uh, Morales with 13 Premier League goals. Uh, unfortunately, Jermaine Defoe got five goals in seven games, but he was out injured for the season, which uh, is unfortunate. But Five in seven is a fucking strong return. Exactly. Shea Ojo, the Liverpool loanee, yeah. got uh, six yeah. goals in 23 games. <laughs> Look, regardless, those those were the stats. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised because I would I would have really thought so. And... Let's be honest. Realistically, Celtic do would do better in. Well, I'll get into that. I'll get into that. I mentioned I'll get into it. So I've got a surprise twist. Okay. So when I done this on Football Manager, um, I had to transfer Celtic Rangers. Yeah. Obviously, it's like a domino effect. I needed to transfer two teams back to the SPL. Who should take it? So as this is last season's version, I transferred relegated teams. I transferred to the relegated teams. So I transferred Fulham and Cardiff. And it's a bit biased. I just kind of thought, I want to see how Cardiff are doing the SPL and, and Fulham. Um, I can confirm. No, oh, this is interesting. So you're talking about the two worst teams in the Premier League other than Huddersfield. I can confirm that Cardiff are now not just the best team in Wales, but also Scotland, beating Fulham to win the title. Uh, but just as Celtic and Rangers make a mockery of that league, so do did these two. Clearly, the uh, SPL is, uh, outside of the top two is just a bit of a mess, really, all the other teams. So, Alex, you seem very eager to know my finders. What did I learn from this experiment? Yeah. Well, look, it was a bit of a that mixed bag. That didn't seem eager at all, did it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Yeah, tell me about it. Look, it was a bit of a mixed bag with this. I don't think that either Rangers or Celtic are Premier League quality right now, personally. I think uh, Celtic are. They're not. But clearly, Football Manager rates Rangers. Based off Football Manager. I'm not. I'm, That's the same one that said Piers Morgan did I, get five goals in the league or something like that. Two. But did, did I say <laughs> that my, my opinion is not better? I'm just talking about my general opinion. I don't think Celtic... I think Celtic... The championship, championships are a hard league to get out of. I don't think Celtic would find it easy to get out of the championship. So why are they a Premier League? Right. Yes, I understand that. But if Celtic came... Bear in mind Celtic's budget. Bear in mind, bear in mind Celtic's standing in kind of British football. If they came over to English leagues... The investment in Celtic as a club would be ridiculous. Well, Celtic that's just would, like no, that's just any team that gets promoted to the Premier League. By the way, guys. I mean, well, Celtic, of course it is. Celtic would be not just the most followed, one of the most followed teams. No, I'm talking. I'm talking about right now, though. You, I mean, you're We're thinking basing it off you're, just yeah, the, the you're, squad. You're thinking yeah, ten steps ahead here. You're thinking, uh, you know, like Everything, everything's hypothetical. So if you think Celtic get put in the in the Premier League, yeah. they're going to have investment. So if Celtic came to the Premier League and spent 100 million like Fulham did, okay. they would stay up. 
that's wrong though isn't it how is that not how are you saying that you're basing that off you're saying that money on football manager you're saying that money buys you i'm not survival i'm not saying that but how how you're no okay so fulham get fulham get promoted with a hundred million pound budget spend a hundred million they've got a fan base of about twenty thousand every week fans don't get get you to stay up mate well, of course they don't no, but they at the don't. same time it makes a big difference Celtic would be a, a well supported club the, the kind of okay. feeling around the club every single game Celtic played is mm. Scottish versus English doesn't matter so not look, just, look at not Cardiff just, Welsh versus English Cardiff doesn't was matter. Shit. Cardiff well, didn't spend 100 million Cardiff of course had Neil Warnock in, in charge yeah, I'm great not manager that, um, what I'm saying is I Celtic think, if they got put in the Premier League I'm not saying that they currently would survive I think it's well, they a would. lot of hypotheticals on your part I'm saying if their team you're telling me they're right 100% now, going to get relegated that's what you're telling me I think Celtic and Rangers wouldn't aren't Premier League quality teams based on right now based anyway, on the squad anyway we're getting off track possibly, here no we're not we're on track based no, on the not. current squad based, we're, we're, we're Mate, firmly on track this podcast would be seven hours long <laughs> we're firmly on track but first, first just, just to bring up your point you say that you think they'd be relegated Celtic in the Premier League right now yeah. would probably struggle. Rangers would 100% get relegated. But you're saying that if Celtic were in the Premier League with 100 million, they would survive. Fulham didn't do it. Yeah, so what is different about your, different clubs. your whole point you is... Craven Cottage, it's not exactly like going into fucking the shit that's away. That's completely ignorant against Fulham as a club because at the end of the day, mate, you're saying okay. that Celtic would survive in the Premier League with 100 million just because they've got... 30,000 more fans and because they're Scottish versus English I think that could be that's completely wrong I think that could be the balance that that tips it in their favour so why didn't it do it for Cardiff because Cardiff aren't first of all not as big a club no offence they're not as big a club as as Celtic they haven't got as big a stadium they haven't got as many fans stadiums don't get you you can stop saying stadium but if they haven't got the same hatred between Scottish and English which which Celtic fans would have Mm. I think it'd be a completely different story let me let me give you an idea of 50,000 people yeah. That's really frustrating, Baker. Fifty thousand people in a in a vote <clears throat> on Sky Sports. Where would the current Celtic team finish in the Premier League if they were playing in England's top flight? We've obviously, got your two opinions. Yeah. Fifty thousand people. Three uh, percent said winners. Four percent said second to fourth. Thirteen no. percent said fifth to sixth. Thirty-nine no. percent, the majority, said seven to tenth. Well, that's bollocks. Yeah, they'd scrape by. Eleven to seventeenth, twenty-nine percent, and then twelve percent relegation. So. I'm not, I'm not okay. saying that they. Okay. I'm not saying that they finish like top half, but they definitely survive. Okay, right, guys, back on track. Look, obviously, with this being Frankenstein football, Dr. Angus Berg is a lot less opinionated. Okay, <laughs> look, genuinely, <laughs> shut up for a second. I I need to say what I learned from this for a second, then you can crack on. You know, maybe the game is so in depth that he thinks Gerard, and this is the sticking point, I believe, because this is based on Football Manager, not on fans winning games. Apparently, um, look, I think Football Manager thinks that Gerard, with his many years' worth of experience in the Premier League, is the success factor. So I think Football Manager. I don't know why we're even talking. May as well just uh, end it there. Well, you were talking about Steve. No, it's Football you're... Manager, but you can. Yeah. It was football manager. Yeah. Like I said, it was football manager. The same the same I mean it was. I know, but you took their beliefs. You went you went okay, You think Celtic manager, are right. a Premier League team because they've got sixty six thousand fans. I, I don't think that's the only reason you're you're But it you're, was it was sixty six thousand fans and Scottish hate the English. No, but you're you're basing it based on purely on those points. You don't survive with a squad because you hate English. What I'm saying is as a byproduct of being in the Premier League the Scottish fans versus English fans will be huge. So every game will again, be like a fans. fucking derby. It's fans again. 
Yeah, but that's not the only point. You've got literally my, my two teams, Cardiff and Swansea. There's but it's ru- not the same. They're it small is. clubs. No offence, they are small clubs. No, they're not. They're they not are. small clubs. Swansea have 1.8 million followers on Twitter. They're bigger than Celtic on Twitter. Right, you're obsessed with Swansea, so you know their Twitter followers. That's I'm not. Different. But, but Celtic, you're saying that Celtic, Celtic are giants compared to Cardiff. They're they're fucking, they're they won the European, the European Cup. Tell me what fucking Cardiff have done. Won the FA Cup? Congratulations. What do you mean, what have we you done? We could all league. choose a fucking massive club I'm to not, support, I'm mate. Not a, I'm not a Celtic fan. Support your local team and then make fun of you someone who support... Man United, you dick. Until I was 12. <laughs> but the, oh my God, it's come out. You'll have to cut that out. No, I won't. <laughs> I'm open about it. All I'm, all I'm saying is... All I'm saying is... All you're saying is that fans win uh, no, Premier League titles, what I'm essentially. Saying, what I'm so, saying is that, fa- that... No, let me speak. Fa- the fans I've let you coupled, speak loads. You barely have. I have fans ooh. coupled, not just with the, just that, but fans coupled with the fact that they're in the league, they'll have a big investment, they'll have mm. a big support and a big following. Yep. You think that they're just going to go straight back down I like do. a Fulham or a Cardiff bollocks. They I, won't. I think they could. I think they absolutely they could. They wouldn't. Well, okay. I tell you what, that's you're my right. opinion. That's your opinion. We'll ask everyone else. If you're a Celtic Brandon, fan Brandon, and you're right listening now, to us right now, genuinely, whose side are you? What, where are you going with this? Because we're going to ask everyone who's listening. I, I, I don't. First of all, I don't think that Cardiff and Swansea need to come into it. First of all, they don't. They don't need to come into not, it. It's not relevant. How it's relevant because you're making a point about disliking English winning games. It's completely it's relevant. Scot- Scottish, How is that not relevant? Scottish hate towards English to, uh, compared to your. Most well, people fucking hate English but people. The, the rivalry between Scotland and England is different to Based Wales. Based on what? William team. fucking Wallace. <laughs> Who's that? I don't even know fucking William Wallace. As an overall viewpoint on the football Frankenstein, Frankenstein football debate. Do you remember when this was Frankenstein football? <laughs> yeah. and it was yeah, but it's good. Look, it's, it's good. This is the whole point <laughs> that you guys set this up. It's the whole point you asked me to come on is to mediate genuine opinions. What? <laughs> What I'm saying is... Don't be a pussy. No, I'm not being a pussy. I'll, I'll say what I think. I think um, I've, I've always said that the Scottish League is, is, a, is, a, is a tin pot league compared to the Premier League. But I also uh, but I also think that Celtic, the size of them as a club, winning winning European titles... Regard- Nine million years ago. Yeah, but... but Nottingham Forest won the European when, Cup. When did you win the League Cup? Uh, 1927 but this I'm not is, using this is what I'm saying 9 million no, no, years no. ago I'm not using the fact that Cardiff won a major trophy no, no. which it was then no, but to say we're going to so, survive now look, Sal- Celtic, have, Celtic have got a worldwide fan base of, of 13 yeah, million people they have, they're a massive club I'm yeah. not arguing that Celtic aren't bigger than Cardiff they're massive they've got fans in China America it's, 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 a, disgra- it's a disgraceful league doesn't mean it doesn't right. mean that Brandon, just because of Brandon, the infrastructure do, does Celtic have a better chance of surviving last season than Cardiff did if they get if they yeah. get 100 million investment and they're in the league but we didn't get I, to be honest I know but to be, to be honest to be honest they would it's a relevant question both both they things and, and I know what so you're going to think Baker question? if Cardiff got 100 million and Celtic got 100 million it doesn't question. matter it's whoever the manager is how good the scout is scout, am I allowed about club, to talk by yeah, the way we're talking about, literally we're talking, I haven't I'm not allowed to talk I we're think, talking I think about a club. We're talking about a club being in the Premier League. Literally, as, every as time Celtic, I talk, I get talked over. As, as Celtic get put in the Premier League, do they get the same investment as Cardiff? No, they get a fuckload more. Of course yeah, they do. I, I, look, look, this, and if, it's you, my, if you dispute that, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm complete, based on what? It's based on the size of the club. Someone. Where's the investment coming from? So Have you, you seen? Celtics expenditures, who, by who, the way, who, over yeah. the last five years. Who has Have the you biggest? Seen how has little the biggest, they've spent? But who has the biggest investment in that league? 
It depends who the owner is. It's always going to be Celtic. But it, no, it isn't. Of Cardiff's it owner's isn't. richer than Celtic's owner. So it depends. They're not in the Scottish Premier League. What I'm saying is who gets the, the biggest support in that league, in the it Scottish depe- Premier League? Mate, you're saying that a club Who gets do you think? What, what are you saying? Better Celtic, Celtic, I, th- I, th- I think Celtic would, would stay up in a Premier League. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Anyway, there we that's are. Frankenstein football. If you're a Celtic that. fan and you're listening to this... I'm really sorry about your relegation, but mainly the fact you conceded nine goals to against Rangers. Um, was this a Franken nine fail? Nine goals over two games. Was this a Franken fail or a successful Frankenstein football experiment? Right out of ten. Uh, I mean, based based on but like no, within based, within ten seconds. Okay, well, I disagree with the point, so I'm going to give it a Franken fail because I think Celtic would have survived and Rangers would have got relegated. Okay, does there's uh, Frankenstein football and Cardiff playing the championship. Just to honestly, big team bias. You should be sporting Harrow for me. Right, another end of a an episode. Another end of an ep, ep, end, ep, episode. Ep. End. end of Go Jumpers episode fourteen. We hope you enjoyed it, ladies and gentlemen. What have we, we got? Are we all cool? Are we all cool? Are you with, cool with what? Because you lost your fucking shit. No, I didn't. I think all our. Do you know how frustrating it is when you're trying to make it a point? Lost his shit. When some boggle-eyed tosspot is knew next it, to you, shouting over you. Knew he lost his shit. All right, I'm not that. My eyes aren't that big. No, I'm on about fucking mess at Ozil next oh, to me, mate. Okay, fair enough. Right, what have we got to wrap answer. up, mate? What have we got to wrap up? It's boring now. Next. Two lies and a truth. Baker's lost his shit. Wait. Okay. Oh, so, I'll read through the, sh- <laughs> the three stories. Baker has to guess one. You've gone with, actually, you, you, you know because story. You know because you took nine hours... You, said- you know because you took <laughs> nine hours to argue about Celtic, can you just briefly tell the stories because I'm correct on it because we're running out of time bud the first story smooth criminals while playing for West Ham Bobby Zamora spent two weeks in LA writing songs with his distant relative Ty Zamora bass player for Alien Ant Farm yeah Zahore Alien Ant Farm next story Zamora you dick Uh, and then Ty Zamora Bobby Zamora I'm thinking Zahore then yeah of course you are story number two oh my god who's the one who's uptight now (laughs) Uh, Ty invited Bobby out to help however the producer of the album shelved the record and took legal action to stop its release Alien Ant Farm ignored the legal implications and released it anyway and was subsequently charged with criminal wrongdoing we're running out of time next story oh sorry is there a fucking bomb going off (laughs) are we on 24 right now no we're on a podcast shut up listen it's definitely a bit gay. I'm the angry Back one. Back in 2005, Aston Villa goalkeeper Stefan Posma requested a transfer away from England after a sex tape was released of him getting bummed with a strap-on. Hmm. Okay, Next story. AC Milan, Tuesday Elites. AC Milan have never lost at the San Siro on a Tuesday night. Opening in 20, 1926, Milan's home ground has never seen a loss for AC on a Tuesday night fixture. Cool. You went with Smooth Criminals. I did, yeah. Why did you go for that? Because uh, I thought. Because he thought it was so. It was true. You thought that was true. Yes. Okay. The answer. What is it? Is. Is it? Is it? Is it a strap on? The answer is definitely a bit gay. That's oh back in God. 2005, Aston Villa goalkeeper Stefan Posma requested a transfer no away way. from England after a sex tape was released of him getting bummed with a strap on. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. That's two Just stories when you have you with think. sex tapes. When you think Just it can't get any worse. You, you can't, yeah, <laughs> literally, mate. <laughs> Good stuff. Fucking hell. 
Stefan Possible. I'm going to give a big shout out, by the way, to uh, Ryan Warnock, who gave me that story because he actually gave me the pool. Dr- I think he's invested in sex tapes in football. But he- I think he's watching a lot of football-related uh, sex tapes. Get him on his producer. Done, Just want to say, you got me. Oh. Uh, it's definitely a bit gay. That is uh, Stefan Possible's sex tape. Okay, oh, hey, cool. Enjoyed that one. Twat list. I've got a twat list, mate, and. Uh, you know, because I'm able to do it, I'm going to very quickly go through the clues. Clue number one was, on. I'm a big fan of the Big Brother TV show, just not being one. Clue number two, I'm as known for my chest as much as my football ability. And clue number three, saw that band play live one. So, clue number one, uh, well, actually, you think you've got it. I've got it. Initials, boys? R. G. G. Okay, they've got it. So, I'm a big fan <laughs> of the Big Brother TV show, just not being one. Obviously, uh, Imogen Thomas... Uh, Ryan Giggs pumped her while he was married. Um, wait, wait, was it Imogen Thomas was Rodri Giggs' wife? No, 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 no. Imogen Thomas, he just pumped Imogen Thomas uh, while he was married. I thought it was about uh, being a bad brother. So, yeah, mm. so just not being one. He's not a good big brother because Ryan Imogen Giggs Thomas also... was on Big Brother. Yeah, Fuck. he also had sex with Rodri <laughs> Giggs, his brother's wife. Yeah. Um, clue number two I'm as known as my chest as much as my football ability obviously that celebration and saw that band play live once gig so yeah gig. I thought you meant gigs and I was like well that's gigs the artist the rapper oh there you go I guess he's not a band though is he no so, so that's what I yeah Ryan Giggs he's Ryan my twat obviously for obvious reasons I also think um, personally as a Welsh fan he's taken us completely backwards Unbelievable player, most decorated uh, decorated footballer in English football history. Yeah, but the guy's a twat. Fair enough. Anything else to wrap up? Uh, we've got to wrap up. You have to actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what we've got to wrap up is you've just got to basically um, tell the audience that you were wrong about the Celtic thing, which is fine. Okay. There it's we okay. go. It's the end of we're another fine. episode. This we guy is a apology. fucking idiot. The guys I can't. at home will accept your apology. <laughs> Fuck me. We all. Oh, Shut at some up, point in our lives. Right. Um, Three cabbages, cabbages around. Thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Tuning in. Um, Episode obviously, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Go uh, and see Spotify. Us on YouTube, and we're on YouTube now, so give us a subscription. Thanks very much. Uh, anything right. to say, Alex? Cabbages. No one cares. Ooh, yeah, cabbages. I actually care about that. Right, see you later. Appreciate it. Nice one. Stepping, it's all over. It is now.